0: Good morning, everybody. Good
1: afternoon. Great day. Whatever time
0: it is for you.
2: Great day. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Code Switching Naturally. My name is AJ. I'm Channy.
1: Hi. I'm John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> Every time. Every single time.
2: and um yeah welcome back to another episode guys before we get started wherever you tune in whether it's youtube or you know what's those other things anything you you get you you cast your your pods yeah you cast your pods make sure you subscribe so you can know whenever we post a new episode um and i hope you do so soon because um some things coming up that you're probably wanting to tune in for. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. But I know. anywho. Do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> confidence. Uh, what'd you do,
0: Amy?
2: Well, it's not lack of confidence. It's we may or may not have anything going on soon because why? We're planning to wrap things up for the season. Wrapping it up for the season. Rap, 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 rap.
1: I, I don't know. You said rap, rap, rap. So I thought we were. I was gonna lay down a
2: beat. Okay. Okay. So um I don't know if you guys can tell, but this is probably gonna be a great episode too. Um I'll be awake for it this time though. Yeah. So, that would you're be great. Welcome. That would be great. That Last would be amazing. Week was so fun. It was so fun. Was I it? Was, it was great.
0: I was so happy <laughs> <laughs> to be a part of this. <laughs>
1: I'm glad that I could impart some joy in your life because that was, it was not a, intentional.
0: It was a very honest depiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was very, it was very honest and real. Right.
1: Because like, if you'd like to know, I'm motherfucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> Period. And, and that day could not escape it. I, I... Ride. <laughs> like, I tried my absolute best.
2: Try to walk away and I stumble. Mm.
1: Right into the mic. Just...
2: oh, did y'all see that video where she clapped back with everybody where she said you could suck it? Did I, y'all see that?
1: I did not, but now I'm curious.
2: Oh, I'll show y'all. Okay. I'll show y'all off camera. For Because sure. baby, she was like, I mean, you could suck a left toe. I mean, you a know, I don't care. A left toe. Because you know, she no sang way. the, um, you know, she sang the anthem. Mm-hmm. um and people was like uh, is she on something is baby okay well, like damn. what mm. she didn't sound bad mm-hmm. it just it seemed a little off just a little bit mm. Seems a little okay okay she a little um
1: so it wasn't a fergie but it was a
2: it wasn't a fergie it was
1: happening.
2: <laughs> but it was definitely it was almost like and the rockets uh oh <laughs> it was almost like one of them moments Uh-oh. like she didn't stumble on the words but it was mm-hmm. kind of like an awkward moment like that because of how she was leaning a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. but it was like thank you and it was beautiful it was, that Love was that. definitely a moment I in history I would never forget should not have taken a sip right no, there no you should not have i I regret that decision
1: <laughs> I do I'll be I'm honest sorry. About I apologize it's okay it's
2: okay um, so guys, I mean we could do this again on camera, but like how are you guys?
1: <laughs> I feel like we I feel like we just I'm fucking tired.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm just long, um, yeah. long week. For sure. I had three motherfuckers lie on me in one day. All before twelve o'clock. Oh really? Before 12. <laughs> All before noon. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: they ain't had nothing else to do
2: apparently not okay my god mm. and they were all adults pissed mm.
1: i mean i automatically assumed oh yeah, yeah i automatically yeah. assumed yeah no you have far less trouble with the children
0: exactly than you do with Completely the adults yeah. which is wild to me
1: because mm-hmm. you have a, it's a troubled school
2: <laughs> you would think the kids would be like you had that this. one
1: the one who like almost caught hands
2: oh yeah no she was insistent on us catching hands right
1: like she she wanted to have an exchange
2: (laughs) she wanted she wanted to oh she wanted to boss up
0: okay (laughs) she wanted to exclusively like Mm Make oh, she sure. wanted exclusive. Okay. Yeah, she
2: wanted to definitely VIP. like mm-hmm. poke the bear mm-hmm. oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. to where I would have just tried to stab her. But you know, oh. that's neither here nor there. Oh, I'm proud of you for for not. Listen, God came in that room every time
0: mm-hmm.
2: when I take because the day she was like, "Yeah, bitch, I was mad at you," and da da da. I just looked at her, <laughs> but the old inner ariel was ready to rag her across the table of course by that weave she liked to put in her head why right. not securely but it was there oh mm-hmm.
1: you could see it you could see where uh, you put
2: <laughs> sis i can see the legs you
1: could see the angle. I can see <laughs> <I laughs> the angles that you see have to tug <laughs> the <That ain't such laughs> legs yeah I yeah mm-hmm. but
2: yeah no she was the only one But all of them they're teenagers they don't like being told yes no and to do something so mm-hmm. that's typical teenagers sure. so that's I, that. st- I
0: still don't like that now. So. <laughs> they 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 tend to grow up to adults who don't like yes no and being told to do. Cuz yeah.
2: yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't yeah, they wouldn't lie on me to the principal all three. Cute.
1: Uh, the new principal? Mm-hmm. Wow. And
2: she didn't question me about none of it yet.
1: Cool.
2: And actually I think when we had the conversation she was just like The first part was the SRO and the dean, the sixth grade dean, mm-hmm. decided they wanted me to write a statement about baby girl who they had, you know, the, the one that got the big feelings. She was trying to take her head off this time. Mm. And before it could escalate that far, you know, baby brother called me and was like, hey, yo, it's an emergency. You need to get over here ASAP. Okay. So... I was like, where y'all at? And he was like, Yo, no, come to the cafeteria, like right now. Mm-hmm. I walk. I'm walking up, and I hear a bitch say something else about me on this walkie. Say something else about me. I'ma knock your ass out. I said, Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for me to move her away from the yeah, situation. Yeah, no, she yeah. needs to go. She She's needs got- to. She needs <laughs> to. But to that's. Leave. I was in her face when she said it this mm-hmm. time, so mm-hmm. I had to like literally like get in her eyesight because baby is.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah, she's hmm Yeah, she's, she's 10 up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. She can't see you nobody. Know, he was like, he was like, she here now. She here. You, didn't you ask for Miss Stevens? She right here. Like, she here. So I said, excuse me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hey. Hey. <laughs> I said, hey, come on. Let's go take a walk. And she was trying to walk to her. I said, no, no, no. We're not going that way. <laughs> and so... He hadn't let her go. Mm-hmm. The SRO was behind her. It was like, hey, you have to calm down oh. or I'm going to put you in handcuffs. Well, I said, so no, you can back up. What are you doing? I got you it. Doing? That only escalates the situation. What are you
1: doing? Like there's clearly Lucky. someone there to de-escalate the situation and you going to amp it up?
2: Why? Like, Luckily, she was too too gone mm-hmm. to hear it. Okay. She wasn't even, her sights were set mm-hmm. and I didn't realize the dean had come closer to us didn't see that uh, I wasn't worried about her right she should have been worried about us still right <laughs> <That's not> clearly, <laughs> clearly this
1: was not no self-preservation okay so like I need I just need to say this real quick uh-huh. um so listen I know that in a fight mm-hmm. between an adult and a child mm-hmm. sometimes most of the time the adults going win out mm-hmm. but listen. Not, not
2: every one. time. Not this one.
1: <laughs> right, and like.
2: Not this. One. Baby girl is eleven. Mm-hmm. And um, even though she's not quite my height, she probably like a probably like five one five two. Mm-hmm. That. mm-hmm. Oh, she's tall. Jesus. She's eleven. Yes, sir. And that's tall for an eleven-year-old. Five one five two. Is it? It's about no. four
0: inches shorter than me.
2: Yeah, so no
1: not no, really not really
0: all right because i'm a small lady mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: La petite la petite
0: yeah. Small. yeah okay
2: so oh. yeah no she definitely because uh b b couldn't hold her too much he had to like readjust his grip because she was <laughs> baby she got some scrum to her oh so she, she's strong strong mm-hmm. with a K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. also
1: if someone is that focused
2: oh baby she ain't seen oh, nothing they got tunnel yeah. vision she ain't seen nothing. She's Craighead ready. Strength. She's like ready when I say, to box. When I say I had to get up in her face and was like, hey, yo, like, hey, <laughs> it's me. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. Look at me. And she finally was like, like, you could see her starting to go like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and she was like, let me go. But let me go. And he was like, no, I can't let you go until you calm down. If you are, you going to go this way? I said, the only way. And I touched her. I said, the only way. He gonna let you go is If you go that way And you calm down mm-hmm. And so then she Like slowly took off mm-hmm. Like slowly Backed up mm-hmm. And so then I grabbed her hand and I said give me your hand And then we went And walked the track mm-hmm. It took me 10 minutes
1: I, I'm surprised it wasn't more <laughs> Like not Not to like Call into question Your prowess mm-hmm. But like if someone is Again Tunnel vision mm-hmm. They're ready To do a murder <laughs>
2: Luckily, it hadn't escalated more than that, mm-hmm. like he called me like almost immediately, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. because she was still like here with mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it didn't take as long
1: right, but to be that laser focused mm-hmm. here,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so, um, they asked me to write a statement about what happened, and I was like, I can only write about me intervening. I can't write a statement, right. I can only say, hey, I intervened. I was called and I intervened. And I was able to calm her down. There you go. That's all I can write about. And then he was just like, well, you know, I just... And then she... Because she said, did you get my email from last night? I said, no. And she's like, well, I need you to write a statement about what happened. I was like, I don't... I wasn't there for that. So I can't really contribute Mm -hmm. to what you're asking me for. Yeah, you were
1: only there for the intervention. So I don't understand the problem.
2: So then she went and told the SRO I guess and so the SRO came to me not even five minutes later and was just like hey we need you to write a statement because now it's a criminal investigation I criminal said criminal for what
1: for what? For,
2: for, for what? I was like cr- I was what, like what okay she I was like okay sure but again I wasn't <laughs> right. there so all I did was remove her
0: mm-hmm.
2: I didn't ask any questions I didn't talk to anybody I didn't see what happened all I did all I knew was hey I was called they asked me hey she having some big feelings mm-hmm. I removed her mm-hmm. after that I can't say anything else right so so I, gotta, I don't understand they went and told the principal that I wasn't cooperating and I was acting like I didn't want to write the statement what statement Okay, <laughs> and so then she came in. She was like, "I know there's a confidentiality, and I know there's certain things that you can and cannot say." And I was just like, "Yeah." And she was like, "So basically, they're trying to put because she does not have any plan, no IEP, no nothing, mm-hmm. which she should have had years ago, right? But we've been on this a little bit long, but anyway, but this actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, she." They were just trying to, she's basically trying to get her the services or the help that she was supposed to have a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And so, um, they were talking about, you know, if there's any interventions that you use with her, even the first time she went or even the first time she did this. And I was just like, that's not what y'all asked me for. Right. You didn't ask me for interventions. You didn't ask me about my interactions with her. You didn't ask me what type of issues that I have with her. Mm -hmm that's not what you asked asked me me for a statement about the incident I was like I was like I can't write about that incident because I wasn't there all I did was remove her Mm -hmm. and calmed her down Mm -hmm. and they were like okay well that's fine and then she was just like you know I'm approachable so if you need if you need if you have any questions I don't have no questions about none of my kids when it comes to you I have no questions and when she was just like it's just something it's always I said I was just like she said well um, she was like I don't know I, I guess if we knew the triggers I was like well you're one <laughs> mm. Mm. Well. And then when The when the principal came back and me Jackson and the principal was talking about it I said there's multiple people In this building who has told her no And has told her to do something and she's done it mm-hmm. She may have given them some pushback a little bit But she's never exploded on them like she exploded On her like right. she explodes on her And I was like and it's three different three to four different people In this building that can get that reaction out of her
0: mm-hmm.
2: And I was just like I said, her teachers, they might get a little pushback. She may tell them no. She might get flip at the lip and be like, no, I ain't got to do this. I ain't got to do that. But as far as her blow ups like that, mm-hmm. it only happens with these three to four people. And she was like, oh, really? And I was like, and yes. And the mom is frustrated because mom has asked for assistance. Mom has asked for her to be evaluated. And the dean never followed through on any of it. But mm-hmm. she was willing to throw her out, though. And now you're trying to get her put back out again. Right. And she barely been here a month.
1: Right so uh, we're, we're seeing the, the connection
2: right. and I was just like and I told her I told her the truth I was just like listen I wasn't being funny I wasn't being facetious I wasn't trying to be difficult that's literally what it is right. I was like it's not just authority that she has an issue with right. it's your tone And how you coming at her? Mm -hmm. If she feels attacked in any way or if she feel like she needs to protect herself or anybody around her, she's she's going for the jugular. She's not. And it's not a, oh, hey, don't talk to me like that. Mm -hmm. You talk to me crazy. I'm knocking you out. Like, that's there's no in between for her. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: And so I realized she does have this like, so we said all of this to say, um, Okay, so again, I said this a couple weeks ago. We were talking about attachment styles briefly and how, like, um, everybody has those weird versions of attachment style. Mm -hmm. And for her, it is so much anxiety or anxiousness Mm -hmm. about, like, who she's attached to. Mm -hmm. Um, And it turns into, like, this beast of a thing, like where she's just locked in on, like, who she needs to get to. Mm-hmm. She ain't even turned it on her sister a couple times.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, this leads me to the question of the day, because we could talk about that all day. Like, we could do an episode of... And should...
1: and shit (laughs) shit, the
2: the lake shore tales like
1: also just the the education system and its failings on the for of the children i just i i'm not even a part of it it just makes it (sighs) makes me that's
0: uh, honestly why i left the education major when um for after a while was the education system the way that it deals with students
2: but that's besides the point it, it particularly students in title one schools especially because my school is a title one and sometimes i'm really like worried about what they care about and what they don't mm. and um mm-hmm. they finally have someone in there that cares and the kids love her so that's good. a good okay. thing They love. They they was like, oh, that's my favorite principal." Hey, my favorite principal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, "Hey, my favorite
0: students." (laughs) (laughs) But
2: yeah, like that that
1: seems like a that seems like a good mix.
2: mm Hmm. Because I promise you, she don't talk louder than this.
0: Ooh.
2: that's my favorite Ooh. that's my favorite yeah, yeah, she don't yeah. talk she don't talk a lot than this you know what we were gonna do attachment styles y'all but fuck this we're gonna to talk about education today. Oh, thank God. Oh, <laughs> okay Fantastic. so love it um I, because <laughs> I'm not saying that white people can't teach black students sure however I am saying that white people cannot come into black spaces and expect their privilege and their Power to be the driving force and how they interact with their black students. Very much so. Mm -hmm. And um,
1: like, and we don't even have near enough time to go into the history that is the back foot that the the that people of color have been on as far
2: as you know education goes.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, there's. We simply don't have the time, but
2: no, but I have had last year, we had maybe eighty five maybe ninety percent black teachers mm-hmm. this year would we'll be lucky if we had twenty percent
0: that is that's wild,
1: crazy, I mean, and like let's also be a hundred percent real. It's not like the education system is particularly helpful to the teachers
0: no no no. definitely not (laughs) the education system has not been fair to anyone who is involved with the education system whether you be a
2: student administrator or don't let you be a mental health professional inside of a school don't do it don't be and i'm not talking about a school psychologist or a person that works directly for the county that's not what i'm saying what I'm saying to you, it, even a school psychologist, though they don't listen to their recommendations and their things either. So never mind. I'm talking about them too. But <laughs> don't let you, yeah, I didn't, don't let you be a mental health professional in a building. When I say it's so interesting, even though I have said on multiple cases, multiple questions have been asked multiple different ways, and every time I have made it very clear, I am not a school counselor. Mm-hmm. I do not care relatively about a child's grades. Mm-hmm. That's not my issue. Sure. Is it important that my kids feel empowered enough to want to have good grades, to keep good grades so they can go wherever they want to go in life? yes mm-hmm. however that's not my job right
1: also seeing if they have bad grades
2: is not a it's not a determining factor for a diagnosis so no. I really don't give a shit <laughs>
1: fair So I mean like I'd assume like if they've had bad grades and that's a sudden change then there's something to look into
2: what you mean, good grades and then there's a sudden change? Or are you talking about like they've had bad grades and then they finally flip and they're like, no. oh, I'm going to do good things? No,
1: no, that's, no, it's the other way. Like uh, if they suddenly have bad grades.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't know why I thought you said if they have bad grades and then there's, okay, no. all right, my bad. Yeah. Hey, no, if listen. it was a sudden flip into bad
1: grades, I said it poorly, my bad. Because
2: it's <laughs> interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we, even if we go back to like where our school journeys, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Which I've talked about.
2: Quentin was always in gifted. Mm -hmm. My mom put me in gifted. But apparently, according to them or according to my mother, I tested out because I just couldn't. It's the ADHD, baby. Stay still. It's the ADHD, baby. But I was always a strong reader. Math wasn't my subject, but I was always good at everything else. But apparently i tested it out because of my behavior
0: i think for me my sister my sister definitely was like a gifted kid like she grew up being like academically inclined and whatever like she was star student you know quentin um when i got to school i did my best <laughs> when i was in school i was doing really really well up until um
2: i moved to florida
0: until uh, depression hit real uh, heavy, mm-hmm. and that's when like my grades start slipping, and I used to have teachers that were like, "You are, you have such a great potential to do so well. You're just highly unmotivated." And like, yeah, I would like to die.
2: Right. <laughs> Cause it's because I'm sad. I'm sad, stupid.
0: <laughs> can I can I do something about that? Right. Because no, it was okay. always
2: it's always been interesting because when you got to cook men. You were doing fine. And then depression hit again. And then, but I think the difference was, and this is why I think I will always be grateful for my HBCU experience, because if we did start to slack off or if there was moments where we were not doing what we were supposed to do, mm-hmm. we had professors or we had people in different places that we had grown relationships with that was like, hey, 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 get back on your shit. Mm-hmm. Mine was Mama Walker Right If she noticed I wasn't as cheerful Or I wasn't Showing up At a certain time Like I used to Or if I was She would ask She would just have to look at me Be like Um Miss Stevens Yes ma'am What's going on with you? Mm -hmm. Not mm. So you wanna try it again? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like she was good for that And she's still good for that She loves to To do Oh That was all Excuse you (laughs) (laughs) um but and I think that happened for her especially I think who was it for you you know what's really
0: interesting um I had a lot of teachers who did care about me they just didn't know how to care about me right so um my biggest motivator um was my scholarship oh yeah yeah because I I needed the money to stay correct So, it wasn't like, oh, I was fueled by the passion of knowing that I could do better. <laughs> oh. I was fueled by anxiety. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. I have to do better because I will lose everything. That's a,
1: ain't, a, and ain't that combo a bitch? It's yeah. a terrible combo. <laughs> but, Quincy,
2: I've always had this question for mm-hmm. you. Oh, What's up? Apparently, I'm a little aggressive with this here watch. All oh, right. Oh, fuck anyway. I'm um, sorry. Hi. Um You were always such a good student Mm -hmm. and like anytime mommy and daddy told you, you needed to do this, you needed to keep this up, you needed to do that. You always did it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't the one to do that. I wasn't, I was like, y'all going to get whatever I give you and this is just going to be that Mm -hmm. because I tried. Mm -hmm. That's all that matters. Um, But when you got to college, you were almost just like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm not doing this no more. I I wonder what was that click for you where you were like, I'm tired of doing what everyone told me. I'm tired. What was uh, that?
1: Well, it was, for one, also depression. Mm-hmm. Um, it's So, gifted kid burnout, for one. Oh, mm-hmm. Huge. Mm-hmm. Two, I went to school for art. So I continued to do the thing Mm -hmm. that I loved, but I was putting it up for other people to judge and grade, not just, I want to do this. Right. I was doing, I was, I don't know how to explain it. I wasn't following my passion. I was doing what I loved, but not because I loved it, but because I had to do it.
0: That is so mm, huge. That is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to school for your craft as an artist mm-hmm. is rough.
2: is so especially if especially at University of Florida, and not an actual art school. He wanted to go to correct. I correct. feel like I've had
0: friends that go to art schools for their craft. Mm-hmm. And they have also had rough times. Like it's just, oh, no, 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 it's It's rough. rough. For sure. Something steals the joy of you doing your craft whenever you have to put a grade on it.
2: Right. So, and so what was your passion at that time then? I'm sorry. It was your passion, but you didn't like the fact of, so, (laughs) okay, so we had this, we've had this conversation before where I was saying that. My mom and dad wanted me to be, my dad wanted me to be in business. My mom wanted me to be a journalist. Because they they said I had a, a good neck and I had a passion for questioning things and being observant. I feel like once they realized you did it, it was like, because Quentin has always been good at art. Mm. He's always been good at drawing, even before he went to school for it. School just kind of gave him different techniques to use mm-hmm. with different things to use it. But he's always been good at it. That has never been an issue for him. Mm-hmm. He would rather do that than go play sports, unlike me who wanted to go play sports. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed the sports. It was... Uh, sorry, I enjoyed the arts, not the sports.
2: And yeah. um, I think... And us coming from, like... Us coming from Cleveland to Florida, that was a a big lesson in curriculums are not standard across the states.
0: Definitely not, yeah.
2: Because where I was excelling in all of my classes, I was doing good. I may have talked too much, but Mm -hmm. I was doing good. I may have have had like a B Mm -hmm. in math or maybe a C. No, I've never had a C until I moved to Florida. I may have had a B in math, but once I got here, I was lucky to get more a's than than c's
0: that's always been my contingency with the education system it depicts what is considered to be a not necessarily like the bad student but like someone that is not excelling Mm -hmm. as versus a kid that is excelling by the standards of a a very rigid rigid standard Mm -hmm. like the state test. There are multiple kinds of intelligences in students, but like the education system the way it stands, especially with Florida, it is catered to a certain kind of learner.
2: Mm-hmm. And I hate
0: it. And it's mm-hmm. not it's not open to all kinds of learning for all the all students.
2: What was the Ohio test? Wasn't it like the Ohio Proficiency Test or something like that? Mm-hmm. And then we I I never had a problem passing the reading. I get to Florida I missed the FCAT by one question every time I took it.
0: I hated the FCAT.
2: I had to take the ACT to get the FCAT like removed as a requirement, and they had me in intensive reading. Me, 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 mm-hmm. AJ, me, mm-hmm. <laughs> the bookworm. I feel like, but passed the math FCAT. Right, didn't have to retake the math, but I failed reading. The reading. I feel like Florida
0: makes you a good test taker. No, no, it tries to. It tries to to make kids good test takers, Mm -hmm. and that's what I grew up to be. Because I was, I was a Florida student all my life. I was, you know, no child Mm -hmm. left behind. Even though left, no child left behind left every child behind, every single one, (laughs) every single one, left every single child behind. But it did create in me. A great test taker. I take tests in 15 minutes, and I'm done. Did I understand nothing? No, because I do an information drop. As -hmm. soon as, like, the test is over, gone. I didn't retain any of that. I wanted to pass the test.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, you do great with this licensure exam I'm working on. But I also feel like because of us being black students, and I, okay, so uh, me and Q grew, you went to what schools? Uh, I went
0: to elementary middle school was like, that's interesting because I went to a predominantly black school and then somewhere in the middle of middle school, they kicked out two thirds of the black students and replaced all the teachers Hmm. because of redistricting. Please look up redlining.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So redistricting, and um, that's when we got a we got a I got a new experience. Mm. And then after that, I what went school to was that? Uh, Landon. Landon um. middle. and then after that point, I went to Paxson School for Advanced Studies. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: we moved to Jacksonville. My mom was like, we stayed on the south side. Our first apartment was on San Jose Boulevard. Right. And um, um, I got here, I was still in middle school, because I was in high school.
1: Yep, so I spent the...
2: First year? The,
1: the first, not even the full, like as soon as we got here. So we got here, did like... October. Yeah, like halfway through uh, fall semester, a freshman mm. year. Mm-hmm. And I went to Mandarin.
2: And I went to Mandarin Middle. Interesting choice,
1: interesting. Mm. Well, I, I had... Tried to just immediately get into DA, but
2: yeah. because it was the middle of the school year, and they were like, "Hey, uh, DA we is this,
1: we need you to take this entrance exam," and it was like, "Uh, nah, fam."
2: <laughs>
1: so I took some art lessons. Yeah, got
0: better and got in for DA. is sophomore. hard to get into. It is. It is, it and is. they is. almost exclusively accept students from Lavilla. Villa.
2: yeah. And honestly. When I saw the audition requirements, the kids have to have drawing of a hand, their own hand. They have to do a self-portrait from the mirror, Mm -hmm. and they have to do one where they get—I think they get to, like, one piece they get to do on their own. Like, they get to decide what that piece would be, but—because I have a—when I I say— a lot of my kids can draw really well Especially the one with big feelings She can draw mm-hmm. really well yeah. And um And it's And I just want to like push that But I don't want to push it so hard Where they're not Happy with it right. Cause I know I saw what it did to you And I was just like I never I never understood it Of like why they were pushing him so hard because, but also we used to get I used to get upset. me and my mom used to have these arguments all the time, because she would always compare me mm. to Q, because Q would go to school and do his work, he would do his classwork, he would do his homework. Quentin would come home with pretty decent grades. I don't know what his GPA was when he graduated high school, but I know mine was at least a 3.0.: And mm-hmm. um, I was
1: Close to four or four? Same what I am. I was taking AP classes though. I went
2: to. This. I was taking AP classes too, but I didn't get no. I wasn't no no close to four no. I, I wasn't knowing
0: near. I went to the same high school that my sister went to, mm. and my mm. sister was uh, was a star student. So much so that when she graduated, they did an interview for her and they played it at the graduation. Wow. Oh. And when I got there, there was the same teachers, and they were like, "Oh, you are going to be like Jasmine." I am not. Please no, don't put all that on me. No, I'm gonna disappoint you. I'm a she bitch, actually sorry. one day
2: she actually got mad at me because she was just like, "Why can't you be more Clinton? Because I'm not him."
0: Right. The fuck. I, I hated being compared to my 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 sister. I will say my sister never did that to me. Mm-hmm. She never compared yeah. my progress to to hers. Mm-hmm. I had a different life path, and she was she's always been good about like, you don't have to be me. Right.
2: But mm-hmm. it was
0: the adults, yeah, who thought that because I had the same DNA like DNA structure, that I'm supposed to be a replica of my sister.
2: She tried to get me to go to DA behind Quincy and was like, oh, no, you're going to go for voice. No, I'm not. Or um, she wanted me to go for my clarinet. No, I'm not. I will not. I I refuse. I'll go to my home school. I'll go to Wolfson. Sure. And Wolfson, I went. Yeah. Facts. And that's why it was always interesting, because most people think I'm my, my high school people, they thought I was the only child. Me and Quincy did some separate things on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Because we never, and it's so funny, we never had the conversation about, we just did it. Um, like, being separate and not being compared or having to compare each other or worry about the comparison. We kind of just did our own things. And we were always, like, supportive of that. But we just never thought to have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. That's just something we did. And when our parents tried to make it that way, we were like, nah, we're good.
0: I think a benefit of my mom is that she's never tried to make it seem like we, me and my sister, had to go in the same life paths. Now she thought at one point that we were going to, because again, she was like, "I thought you were going to be a lawyer," but like my sister was going to be like in med. My sister's in med now, and I was going to be a lawyer, going to law. But like, once I made the decision that I wanted to be, I wanted to focus on voc- being a vocalist. My mom was like, "Oh, gung ho." like mm-hmm. she was actually very supportive of that of this like my supporting art
2: because you're good at it and you love it
0: yeah like she knew that it made me it like actually made me happy um and she's always been the idea had the idea of like whatever god, gift god gives you you have to use right. mm-hmm. and so when i had made that decision she was she was super like elated Me and my sister both can sing. Like my my sister sings. She sang in college, but we're just very different different in how we pursue what we want to pursue.
2: Like me, we love music. We love art. We just, we love all aspects of it. Like I do enjoy looking at paintings and looking at, you know, I love all aspects of creative arts. Mm -hmm. However, I never dreamed of being. A singer I never dreamed of being now of course I had a wall full of mirrors so one would think <laughs> that that was the path I was supposed to be on yeah but no that was an outlet for me All right and yeah I-, I knew my ministry was gonna be something helping people I just never knew the name for it yeah until it was time for me to go to college
1: yeah and I've always loved art and many of its facets like love music love art love theater acting all of that fun stuff it's why you know RPGs and LARP is so good for me because I get to Mm -hmm. act without like
2: having to be an actor
1: right I get to play a bunch of different people
2: going bad to education
0: education I like I um,
2: girl we never left
0: well yeah but like (laughs) I had I've always had like a passion for for like music and like for pursuing music mm-hmm. but do you know what really really did kind of kill it was going to college for it yeah, yeah. And, and then
2: music theory you know what well, you know what's crazy I Mu- love music, music theory,
1: theory did not kill it for me i love music theory it's so good
2: okay no no okay wait the class Thank you. There you go. <laughs> it, music theory, in of itself, is definitely something in depth and something any music connoisseur or any musician will should have a very good, vast understanding of. Mm-hmm. However, I was sick of hearing about music theory as a psychology major. Fair, yeah from from the Beloveds, that had to take music theory. Mm. Oh, it, it was a struggle. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. not to say that they didn't enjoy it mm-hmm. because definitely there's so many different things that would play a factor say oh Lord y'all we need to wrap this up oh. but it's still it's still like education can kill a dream and kill someone's creativity mm-hmm. because of how stringent and how how they try to fit the the art or fit the creative arts mm-hmm. into a standard scale of sorts yeah. of a b c d f and some people their creativity doesn't fit that standard yeah. and so now you're telling this this person that they're not good enough or their grade isn't satisfactory because they don't do it in the way that the syllabus or the curriculum wants them to and do I it. I can
0: tell you that happened to a lot of musicians. A lot of us from the music department mm-hmm. actually have PTSD and do not perform anymore and will not perform anymore. And that's fair. And a, and I never really admitted it, but like or like talked about it. But I, the reason why I stopped performing after I left college. Was because I, I went, I went through that whole program thinking I was never good enough. Cause they always,
2: and, but here's the biggest lesson in that, right? Because a lot of y'all were so talented and so, 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 but y'all were very understanding it how talented you were and I'm not saying it as this was you, but a lot, especially at the time where we were there, a lot of them felt entitled. Oh no, there was a lot to, of that. Or they felt like they didn't have to, the whole, the the black person mantra, where you have to be twice as good, if not better, than mm-hmm. your white counterparts. Yeah. And when you go into these spaces, especially in opera, or mm-hmm. when you go into theater, they not looking for black people like that. Mm-hmm. And so, the way that they were pushing them, mm. I do get it. But also, the way that they were pushing them yeah. pushed a lot of them out of wanting to be a performer. Right. Or, because when I, but, I'm going to say this and you're not going to like it. You needed it. Because the person you were when I first met you was so unsure. But this was like a, you weren't unsure because your teachers were telling you, "No, that's not good enough." You were already in your head about you not being good enough. Does that make sense?
0: And I think uh, my, my progress through like school has taught me that there are certain aspects where my voice or like my my presence is very much in demand, mm-hmm. and I'm still not good enough. Like it's 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 that's where I ended up at. At the end of my progress, when I graduated, when my mindset was, I know what I'm good for and what I'm good at. And it was... And it, all it is is just a product. I'm still not good enough. And that's where I ended with.
2: But that's the problem. It is, yeah. A Because... Okay, yeah. So... And I think I played two videos back-to-back back, and we're really going to wrap this up. <laughs> um, she did a song before... And it was really low, Mm -hmm. like it was low in her range, Mm -hmm. and she never tried to like push herself. And then she got with Miss with Is he a doctor yet, Doctor Ram? Is he a doctor? I don't. Mr. Ram. Mr. Mr. Ram. Mr. Ram. So anyway, Mr. Ram. And when I tell you, Dad is a tall, big man, and at my at graduation, you can—he's always playing up, like he's always. In the theater, mm-hmm. the, theater the, the theater, the theater. Mm-hmm. How dare you! Die. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so um, finish,
1: finish this story, then go to that one.
2: No, I'm not gonna. We're okay. that's not, not gonna be on camera. Okay. That we will not get through. Okay. Um. So. The first couple times you could hear it in her voice. She was very fearful. Mm-hmm. She wasn't opening up. Mm-hmm. And then they did a performance in the pack. And she had this hat on. You remember what that was? It was the corral. It might have been Porgy and Bess, maybe. Might have been. Might have been. Might have been. But she came out and you could see her like stand in it mm-hmm. and all of the confidence in the world. I said, now that. That's that's you bitch. Mm-hmm. And you better not change it for nobody. But your mindset in all of your aspects make you self-doubt everything that you're worthy of. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying in your driving, in your jobs, in your communication with people, you self-doubt all of it.
0: It's so weird. It's a weird mix. Because like, it's like
2: I know what I'm good for. And mm. yet you feel you're still you not what? good enough. You know what?
1: I don't think I like that phrasing.
2: Mm. Get her together.
1: You know what you're good for? Because you know what that sounds like? Use. Mm.
0: Product.
2: Mm. And and you're you're definitely not a product.
1: How about this? You know your worth.
2: I don't even think she know that.
1: Obviously. Because she just said, I know what I'm good for.
2: I mean, obviously. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're right.
1: That's what you need to start working on. Because... You know what you're good for means you're just a tool. And you are so much more than that. Okay?
0: Gathered.
2: Yep.
1: Fantastic. Now we got you together.
2: You too. Hey. <laughs> hey, bitch. Yes. Sir. I know. I'm working on it. And I love that for
0: both of you. Thank you. Hey.
1: Is it time?
2: Yes. Oh,
0: right. It Fantastic. is time. It is time. -hmm. It's time for music of the week. Music of the week. Hey, hey,
2: music of the week. week. Music of the week. Hey,
1: hey. Did you see my tired shimmy last week?
2: I just I couldn't afford to zoom in anymore I was like I've embarrassed you enough I think we're done I, no I Possibly told you to my go my favorite th- shimmy <laughs> ten toes into that shit please I had everyone, already I had already listen, did it by I, then
1: cause I thought about it for like half a second it's like I'm gonna put my hands up and we gonna try it. nope
0: I <laughs> saw it out of the corner of my eye and I was like did I <laughs> uh, but the, the funny
2: thing was on video everybody was still going in the correct direction
1: absolutely every time i'm not gonna fuck it up even if we're still in the vibe okay
2: (laughs) so who going first
0: oh can i go first yes okay so i would like to talk about love calls by kim
2: oh that's still a great song
0: it's a great song however oh okay i will forever make fun of that man for that song
2: why? Because of the love call, oh, love, love call. call. Yep. I, knew
0: <laughs> man, man, I will forever. <laughs> I, to go. I looked up I the lyrics. No, I looked up the lyrics to that song. <laughs> and there was a parenthesis that said, unintelligible muttering. <laughs> <laughs> Said unintelligible muttering. <laughs> wow! Wow! And that is exactly what that is. Mm. <laughs> that is exactly what wow. that is. I mean, <laughs> and I know every sound. I know every sound. Uh, yeah. That
2: yeah, that I definitely I I feel that yeah. All right, so mine mm-hmm. is "Journey to Make It Home" by Toby and mm. Oh, that's and, a good um, one.
0: I just listening to it.
2: But the live version.
0: Oh,
1: the live. He so good live. All of the live versions are just superior.
0: (laughs) I will cry if I ever see that man live. Yeah, for sure. I will, in tears. Mm
2: -hmm. Because um, the way he transitions, because the song starts out very lively. Mm -hmm. It'd be like, doom, doom, doom. And then it, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. i forgot you're doing great okay. thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah. We but just it just go to it yeah, just yeah. go listen to it yeah. listen. i always know when i like i'm talking to a musician oh oh <laughs> there it is it goes into like it goes into lively and then it goes into like the strings almost like mm-hmm. a it's not like real strings because he didn't have like the strings on stage but um and then david <laughs> <me>. anyway <laughs> I, I mean you're not wrong he was like, um, he goes into I Hope You Make It Home. Mm. And then hit, hold on, first of all, we be talking about David and Luke, but what's his name? Oh, that is, what because, is her name? She's a singing ass. Bitch. Nessa. Um, Nessa. Sang. That help her on that song. <laughs> she's Fight sang, Me Ho. She's a singing ass bitch. She's singing. She be, ass. oh my goodness. All my three goodness. Of them. All three of them can't these hands. Every single one, especially first, especially mm. Luke, little white ass, but you know. <laughs> right? <laughs> Singing nappy head, making it in, nappy heads. This, <laughs> this for the nappy heads in heaven. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so that song does things for me. So just be prepared. We're going to play it in the car, okay? Okay. All right, great. Uh, oh
1: no, we're going to listen to <laughs> So anyway, my one song. Thank you
0: one song i'm sorry one to
1: <laughs> rent anyway uh it is uh for the second week in a row uh, okay chloe treat me uh, okay because mm. have fun. did you know that the uh, outro, outro is not a vocoder it's not a vocoder
0: oh she doing that yes yeah.
1: she was like hey let's listen she did it vocoder and then Broke it down and, and sang, sang it all every, of the individual, individual
2: parts herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she did that? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. She was like, no, no, no there are folk orders in the beginning. Yes, and folk on the, no. She said the vocal orders on the hook, but no, that's me yeah. at the outro. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, blood, sweat, and tears into that video. The Literally, table, like the the dinner table because I I watched the behind the scenes. I did too. Why? Why wouldn't you? Of course. The table, like like the little divider parts, they had like little sharp metal bits. So when she was just splayed the fuck out, she cut she her, cut, her cut herself. Cut oh my. God. So the, she covered it with honey <laughs> to continue recording. I love that bitch. Like
2: <laughs> when I tell you she is that bitch. Oh, oh god, I love god that bitch. My god today.
1: 14 her album which is coming out 14 songs. 14 tracks.
2: Oh beautiful. <laughs> And there's going to be ballads. Yeah. Ballads? Oh, she's, ballads. she's yeah.
0: treating us. She treats me. Like
2: I treat me. <laughs> treat, treat these me. niggas. Or treat me, nigga, treat me. Treat me, <laughs> nigga, treat me. She's like, remix. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, 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 no. I, that's totally fair. Because yeah. that that half is just unreal. Like, she was her own vocoder. Are
1: you... Fucking kidding me. That's no, no, did you hear sick.
0: all of Did you hear all of it? Oh. So many layers to just how talented she is. Yeah.
2: And then the fact that she produces and writes her and Hallie both actually. And mm-hmm. Hallie's working on her album right now too.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she had pictures I can't with Babyface. <gasps> she had
2: Baby Yeah, she Ooh. she was in the studio with Babyface. And I think uh, there's a couple other of the old hits that was in that studio with her. Oh, no. So yeah, no, she is about to. Re- they're beastly. Oh, God, and I can only imagine
1: what they're gonna do. Correct. When they come back together,
2: and oh, and Zach God. Zach made a very very valid point mm-hmm. about the fact that like because now they are separate, they get to figure out. And explore their own identities. I love that.
1: Yeah, they get to be themselves. They get
2: to be just Chloe and just Just Hallie. Hallie. They're gonna have such beautiful flavors. Yeah,
1: and then Chloe and Hallie is going to fuck the game up, and we're gonna be no good. None. Okay, so we need to do it when it comes out. Uh huh. We need to do a Chloe album
2: review. Oh no, that was mandatory. And Halle Halle she's going to actually going to do
1: actually her. Gonna I'm going to do my part. And then when they come back together, it'll be a Chloe and Halle album review. that just got to happen.
2: Yeah, that's kind of far out beyond. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> but
1: listen, I am remaining positive.
2: I mean, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, guys, because um, Hallie's working on a movie. She's working on Color Purple. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Mermaid comes out next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, apparently chloe's working on some some she some films and that stuff she, that she
1: couldn't talk about so that's exciting
2: films or tv shows or both oh yeah films. she was
1: she's she mentioned the tv show with donald glover which
2: love donald mm,
1: mm. he apparently put out an interview where he interviewed himself he did and it was it was messy but it, it, that was, is it, was to, it was it was very
2: problematic too. It was hilarious. Like, I, I was I was <laughs> laughing about it, but mm-hmm. you know, I was like, first of all, I didn't know he interviewed himself until somebody said, "Wait, no, he interviewed himself." I was yeah. like, okay, I need to see it. <laughs> well, guys, it was a print, <sighs> and it was on. I don't know how you missed it. It was a frenzy on Twitter. They were coming from my man's throat because yeah. one of the questions was about him marrying a white lady, and oh, no is he afraid white. of black women? He was like, "Why would you ask me that?" I it just mean, sounds like you're pitting me against black people
1: what which which was the f- let's be real that's a fair question however he asked himself that <laughs> why would you ask me that Sir, you were talking to, to yourself.
2: <laughs> what are you doing? But yeah, guys, so um, we've been here long enough. Um, this episode is actually quite long and we kind of went all over the place about education. Well, no, we didn't. Actually, we were very spot on today. We, we were, well, we, um, we,
1: what? no, we started like talking specifically about education and then went into ourselves in regards to education, which but, but, is fair. It's our podcast. We do what the fuck we want.
2: But it was also code switching and how it affected us and how we see the system so it's the same thing but yeah so um, like, comment, share, subscribe follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Code Switching Pod Um, stay black stay beautiful stay humble drink your water and mind your business period yeah bye y'all
1: bye